Welcome everyone to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. Today, it is Suplexes, our weekly wrestling podcast. We got a great show for you all today. As always, my name is Ryan, and I'm being joined by my tag team partner, my brother, Nathan. Impact kind of stepped up. We have a lot to discuss. We've got Hard to Kill, um, plus a lot of crazy news coming out of the wrestling world this week. And as always, we're going to be talking Raw, NXT, uh, MLW, NWA, AEW, Dynamite, all that stuff. So uh, we covered SmackDown last week because we did the show a little bit later than we usually do. So that means we're going to kick this off, Nathan, with Hard to Kill. Yeah, this was a good show. A very, very good show. This was the first pay-per-view. Uh, Tom Hannafin, formerly known as Tom Phillips, is now Impact's play-by-play guy. Didn't do too bad. Thought he, thought he was pretty no. good. No, it brought, I'm not going to lie, it brought legitimacy to Impact. Uh, like, him on commentary made it feel like it was a, a real show. This was a good show. Uh, top to bottom, this was a very good professional wrestling pay-per-view match show. Um, on the free show, Jake something defeated Madman Fulton and Mike Bailey. That's speedball. Mike Bailey defeated Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Laredo Kid. We kicked it yeah. off with the inaugural Knockouts Ultimate X match. Winner becomes the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts Championship. We had the digital media champion Jordan Grace, Lady Frost, Rosemary, Chelsea Green, Alicia Edwards, and Tasha Steeles. What'd you think? Yeah, some of these, uh, it wasn't horrible. It was pretty good. Um, some of the girls got eliminated early, like they got knocked out. The girls towards the end. Uh, they were doing some spots off the ropes that I was not expecting. Yeah. So, uh, pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, well, uh, in the end, uh, Asha Steele got the win. It's kind of shocking. Uh, I did not expect Tasha to win this match, uh, but Tasha will be the number one contender. Who will be the champion? We'll find that out later in the show. Uh, but this was a, yeah, this was a very good match to start the show off. Um, there was a moment where Lady Frost and Chelsea Green both did dives off the structure um, yeah. through the outside, which was crazy. Um, yeah, very, very. No, you don't, buddy. Yes, we don't have school. Lady Frost uh, stepped up. Like, she uh, made, made herself a name in this match, I think. Uh, she did. This was this was very good. Um, but, yeah, so Tasha Steele's wins. Very good match. Uh, there were some moments that were a little bit eh, but it was pretty good. Jordan Grace looked good. Uh, she definitely has the power to climb those uh, across those cables with ease. <laughs> she, she, uh, she had no trouble. Yeah. Um, then we went to the next match, the X Division Championship. Steve Macklin versus the champion, Trey Miguel. If Steve Macklin loses, he can no longer challenge for the championship as long as Trey Miguel is champion. Uh, this match was way better than I thought it was going to be. Right. I did not give this match much hope because I didn't really know what Steve Macklin could do. But, man, he this was great. He was great in this match against Trey. Yeah. And he did some stuff that He's I did been- not expect. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's been doing um, he's been doing pretty good in impacts. Like he has a slow start, but uh, yeah, he's been doing good things lately. And uh, yeah, WWE kind of missed out on him, I think. Yeah, he uh, he looked great here. He did a couple spots that were insane. Uh, so did Trey. Um, in the end, Trey and Miguel ends up getting the win here, beating Steve Macklin. So Steve Macklin can no longer challenge for the X Division Championship. I wonder where he goes now. <laughs> um, the next match we had history oh, being made. Actually, that question is that answered. Question was answered. Was answered on uh, on uh, Impact Wrestling. We'll get into that later. Uh, the next match with history made as for the first time ever, the ROH World Championship was defended in an Impact Wrestling ring as Jonathan Gresham defended against Chris Saban in a pure rules match. Now this was a match a long time coming. Uh, Chris Saban had been number one contender for the ROH title for about seven years. Yeah. It's okay, kid. Uh, this was a good match, good technical match. Uh, been a while since we watched the pure wrestling style, so it was cool to see it back. Um, it was a pretty good match. Uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham got the win with the submission hold. No, he rolled him up. So I thought he got submission on. No, it was a roll up. But it's still pretty good match. Uh, they 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 had the pure rules. So Jonathan Gresham used two of his uh, two of his rope breaks pretty early on in this match, um, which is crazy because there's that whole tournament they had and all that stuff. He'd never really used uh, the rope breaks. So yeah, uh, yeah. So history made there. We had Ian Riccoboni join the announcers for on commentary for this match, uh, which was cool. Um, and then we had Jonah versus Josh Alexander in a singles match. This was, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like this match, but I thought this was like not as good as I wanted it to be. Yeah. I mean, it was, it wasn't, but it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was so good. good. I get teased this a little bit, left us one more. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, Jonah getting his first loss, right? Pretty Rather quick. And yeah. By submission, too. Yeah. Um, which was cra- – I didn't expect that. Uh, but, yeah, John, uh, Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, getting the win against Jonah. And then we had the 10-man hardcore war. Uh, this was something. This was the low point of the match or the show. Yes. Uh, not very, not very good. A lot of weird shit happened, and uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of a cluster. Yes. Uh, in the end, the team of Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Heath, and Rhino uh, defeated the Good Brothers and Violent by Design. When are the Good Brothers going to defend the titles? By the way, I have no idea. Have they? They haven't defended those things unless they defended them on a TV show. I missed. They haven't defended them in forever. Um, then we had the world title match, the Impact World Championship triple threat or three-way 
as Moose defended against Matt Cardona and W. Morrissey. This match was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Uh, yeah, it was it was all right. Uh, Matt Cardona didn't look terrible in this one. I didn't know how good he'd do with the two big fuckers in this match. Um, but it was really good. Uh, uh, Moose and during this match, Coach Chelsea Green obviously came out, and then uh, Moose delivered a buckle bomb to Cardona that knocked Chelsea Green off, and then Moose hit a spear to make them pin. And so Moose is still Impact World Champion. Right. Uh, did we talk about Mickey James yet? We did mention that last week. No, I mean, did we talk about the match that she had? No, this match? The Texas Tour Death match? Yeah. Why would we have talked about that? It didn't even happen yet. I thought it was on the pay-per-view. I watched it. Yeah, that was the main event. That's what I'm talking That's what was coming next. Oh. I go in order. <laughs> I forgot it was the main event. Uh, yeah, the main event, Texas Death for the World Knockouts Championship as Mickey James, who will be entering the Royal Rumble, defends against Diana Parasa. This is kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Because I really thought that she was going to be doing this belt collector gimmick with like Kenny Omega, so I thought Plus, you know, Mickey James, uh, you know, not technically an impact wrestler. I thought Deanna Prosto was going to win this match, but then with Mickey James getting injured into the Royal Rumble, they were probably like, yeah, let's keep the belt on her. Yeah, uh, we had chairs, tables, kendo sticks, leg braces. Uh, we had. We had uh, so much stuff happen. At the end of this match, Mickey James hit the McDDT in the thumbtacks. Yeah. Um, and then Pinder, and then obviously in a Texas test, got the Pinder, and then there's a 10 count. And uh, Peraza could not get up, which means Mickey retains and is still knockout women's champion. Uh, yeah, this match was fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we didn't mention. Uh, so far, uh, Ring of Honor invading Impact. Yeah, I forgot that happened after the show, after the Ten Man War. Uh, Mike Bennett, Maria, Matt Taven, Vincent, and PCO uh, laid out everybody after the match. Yeah. So, so I guess we're gonna be doing an ROH. At least versus, somebody's doing something with these ROH guys. We're gonna be doing an ROH versus Impact thing, I guess. Which could be cool. I ain't going to complain. Um, but yeah, overall, Hard to Kill was way better uh, than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, they actually stepped up a little bit, Ryan, bringing in those ROH guys and putting on some good matches. Maybe maybe Impact will turn it around here. Be, a, be, be the... the, the third run in the wrestling world. I mean, I um, this is their 20th year, so maybe the final will get it together. Maybe. Tom Phillips up, let me tell you. 
uh, let's go into some news, Ryan. Uh, like you said, ROH title was defended in uh, Impact. Um, Ring of Honor announced that they are still going to be a, a company, Ryan. They are going to have a show. Their next show is going to be in March. Super Card of Honor. Um, they uh, they said that going forward on ROH TV, anywhere that the men's, the Ring of Honor World Championship, the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, and the R Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, those are the three belts that they're going to continue to have defended places. I guess the Pure TV and six main titles are kind of put on the back burner for a while. <laughs> but wherever those three titles are defended, ROH has the rights to show them those matches on ROH TV. So those are the matches. That's what you're going to get on ROH TV in the time being until ROH starts doing shows again. Hmm. So what do you think about that strategy? I, I, it's something. Um, at least they're keeping their name relevant and they're keeping their name, you know, in the spotlight uh, until they come back. At, at least they're not just going radio silence till March. I mean, it's a good strategy. I mean, there's plenty of companies you can work with to keep your name out and to keep, you know, interest high with them. So I like it. At least they're doing something. What other news we got, Brian? It's a big news. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, we have – we'll talk about this now before we get into WWE. Uh, MLW is suing WWE. Uh, in an antitrust lawsuit. Um, basically, they're saying that Basically, they're saying that WWE is trying to monopolize the wrestling business. Um, it, it all started in 2021. Um, MLW entered a lucrative agreement with the Fox-owned streaming service Tubi. And then WWE called, an, uh, supposedly, WWE called an executive at the media company and asked it to terminate the deal, um, saying that if they did not, then WWE would stop doing business with Fox. Um, and MLW says that the complaint that was led to event cancellations resulting in a 40% drop in ticket sales within weeks. Um, so. Uh, I don't know about that. No. Um, they also claim, MLW also claims. Uh, MLW also claims Adobe aired footage of an MLW wrestler during one of its broadcasts without authorization and encouraged MLW wrestlers to breach their contracts by disclosing confidential business information. Who would that be? That's what I was trying to think. I don't know who that would have been. I don't think they really showed any of his stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else it would have been. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's huge news. Obviously, WWE's going to try to fight it. Um, 
The echo's back, Nathan. Yeah, they they I don't I don't think they have much of a case on this. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what they say they have they say they have uh uh evidence and stuff. So we'll see. Uh, Ryan, there's rumors. We got speculation station with uh, the Royal Rumble on the men's side. Apparently, WWE is uh, open to working with other companies a little bit. We are uh, supposed, yeah, so according to rumors and speculation that there's going to be a big name, a quote forbidden door name in the in the Royal Rumble this year. A lot of people are thinking it might be uh, Chris Jericho. That would make the most sense. That would make the most sense. Um, of everyone that's out there, Jericho would make the most sense, as I would assume the fans wouldn't hate him too much, and they. They know who he is. Uh, a casual fan is not going to know some of these other people that could come out. So that would make the most sense. A dream person would be CM Punk, but that's no way that's happening. Uh, but that'd be great. Well, it'd be even better would be MJF. Yeah, but no one's going to know who that is. No, I'm just saying, though, for his story. Well, yeah. I'm like playing both sides. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, it definitely interest is high in the Royal Rumble. Um, and they're they got the right. They got people talking about it. So. Yeah. Um, it has been announced, Ryan, that uh, Bruce Pritchard is now in control of NXT. I mean, we all saw it coming. <laughs> I mean, this it ain't really a shock. Uh, we all saw this move coming eventually. Uh, they want NXT to be ran as closely to WWE as they can. So putting Bruce Pritchard in charge ensures that that happens. Uh, it's, you know, what it is. Uh We'll see if any major changes happen, or I don't know. I think it's going to be. Yeah. The, I think it'll be more of the same. Right. All right, Ryan. Let's hit the highlights of all these shows real quick. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, the big, the big story coming out. Of this one is we have new Raw Tag Team Champions. Yeah. As. The Alpha Academy knockoff RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Not the way I thought they were going to lose those titles. Not at all. <laughs> uh, but hey, I like it. I like I like uh, Alpha America Alpha Academy. So. Um, Seth Rollins and Biggie had a very good match with Seth Rollins getting the win. 
Um, we saw a Nikki Nikki Cross heel turn. Seth Rollins thing, beating Big E. I, I don't know where Big E's story is going here. Uh, he's gonna win the rumble. Good. He's gonna win the rumble. That's all. What's gonna happen is Lashley's gonna beat Lesnar. Rollins is gonna beat Roman. They're gonna do Roman and Lash Lesnar at WrestleMania for no title. It'll be Lashley versus Big E, and then Seth versus somebody. Uh, and then, obviously, the main event, the number triple threat match for the number one contenders to win this title. Um, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop. This match was not great. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. It was not a very good. It wasn't a very good match. Um, had a surprising ending, though. Yeah, Dewdrop with the win, which, yeah, hey. Okay, something different. Yeah, yeah, something different. yeah. I'm glad she won, but uh, let's change her name now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I we're always okay. <laughs> um. To NXT 2.0, Nathan, your two favorite guys wrestled high-profile matches on this show. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and, of course, everybody's favorite, the one and only. Okay, fire. Why, why, I just lost my mind. <laughs> the one and only Grayson Wall. Uh, Grace, uh, this show was, uh, I, it was all right. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. The hell? Um, Santos Escobar defeated Zion Quinn, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I thought Zion Quinn was going to go on a pretty good roll, and he ends up getting beat due to a distraction and a uh, kick in the nuts by Lopez. So it turned her back on Zion Quinn. Yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes went to the moon with a win. Uh, and a Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic play-in match. <laughs> Uh, Idris and Nofi and Malik Blade defeated Harwin and Gacy because of Harwin getting disqualified. How stupid was that? What a... Because, well, they were talking about how they wanted to be in this tournament and they were going to fucking beat people and then, and then he got disqualified because he, and then got, and he would be mad about it and said he's smiling about it. What the hell? I don't know. Um, and then your favorite wrestler, Tony D'Angelo, uh, took on Pete Dunne in a crowbar and a pull match. I bet somewhere Vince Russo was smiling at this one. This was stupid. 
Vince Russo was like, bro, it's a pole match, bro. Uh, well, and- you know, and it was so dumb because then they, there were chairs and tables and stuff around the ring, and the announcers were like, oh, but they can't use those because only the, only the crowbar is legal. And it was like, what the f- what the f- And this match ended as D'Angelo hit uh, Dunn in the face with a crowbar, and Tony D'Angelo gets the win. Yeah. So Dunn got beat by Tony D'Angelo. But hey, uh, it's a Tony D'Angelo. Paisana. Um, what did you think, Nathan, of the huge debut of Wendy Chu? Who Brian, was sweeping. You can never say anything bad about AEW ever again. I will, coming up in a few minutes. <laughs> because, let me tell you, you, know, you talk about Orange Cassidy looking like he doesn't care. Wendy Chu literally sleeps in the corner. Ryan. <laughs> then she gets tagged in and wakes up, goes on a tear, tags out, and goes back to sleep. Oh yeah. This is the dumbest fucking shit <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh so we had a disqualification earlier in the show. And then we had a double count out later in the show as Boa and Sola Sokoa get double counted. Yeah. And then apparently from the Boa's got apparently Boa's got some kind of power that he can't control. And he threw a fireball into the face of Solo Sokoa in the back. I don't fucking. Oh my god. And then it was the main event. AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. Say what you want. What this a main a, event. Hey, I love this match. I thought Grayson Waller looked good in this match. He looked okay, but here's the thing. You're gonna have a guy from main roster come to the to, to, to NXT. Yeah. Okay. You think you'd want one of your wrestlers to get the rub off of that said wrestler. But instead, AJ Styles beats him clean in the ring and then invites another NXT wrestler to come out and start beating him up and challenge him to a match. What the fuck? Okay, but that's what WWE does. That's what AEW does with CM Punk. No one's wanting CM Punk to lose to people. The same thing. Yeah, but he's not going to a different show. Well, like, anyway. why would you? This, this is stupid. Plus, MJF is probably going to win that feud. By the way, just so you know. So ah. this was stupid. And uh, yeah, AJ Styles got the win with a phenomenal forearm, clean in the ring. So yeah, so uh, NXT was okay. Um, let's move on to. AEW Botchamite, um, because there was a lot on this show. Boy, oh boy, were there a bunch of stuff on this show that just made that made me cringe hard. <laughs> uh, we started off with Adam story time with Adam Cole, baby. I hate that. Stop. By the way, I hate that so much. <laughs> I I can't stand it. It's not story time when you never say anything. Yeah. Uh, then the Young Bucks came out, and then uh, they had a whole thing. Um, they, they teased like a feud. They teased the fight between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, but then the best friend showed up. Oh, boy. 
Um, Chris Statlander came out, and then, of course, because they're a real-life couple. So in wrestling now, if you're a real-life couple, you have to do something together. It does not matter if it makes sense at all. You have Why does it, why does it not make sense? So now we're going to get Chris Statlander and fucking Britt Baker in a feud? That's going to be... That's gonna, once, I know, and the match was terrible. Are they, did they not learn their lesson? Now, right. Um, anyway, after this match, the heel slid tall and Britt Baker kissed Adam Cole. Yep. I just hate it. I don't. Why do we have to put couples together all the time? Just because they're a couple don't mean they have to work together on screen. It makes sense. We don't. They don't. They don't insult the viewers. You know, intelligence. Uh, okay. Well, we did with this next match as CM Punk took on Wardlow. Now they didn't insult the intelligence of the viewer. They didn't draw drawn out this match way too long. Hey, but uh, seven, ten pile power bombs. Yeah. Come on. Well, he had him, Ryan. He put his foot on him. He was over. And the referee counted it two, and then. NJF stopped the count, told him he wanted more, probably in my mind, because he didn't want Wardlow to get the pin on CM Punk. That's what I think. Okay. But there was a better way to tell this match because what they did was after the seven power bombs, they had him go outside the ring, power bomb through a table, had a long drawn out thing of where it's seeing if he was going to make it into the ring for a 10 count. He's barely got into the ring. Then they drawed it out some more. Then he finally rolled up Wardlow out of nowhere to get the win. So here's what, it, you know, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for a lot of people because it made Wardlow. He didn't come out like a star in this. At Not all. at all. And, and, and now they're kind of building more towards MJF and Wardlow instead of MJF and CM Punk. Because CM Punk kind of rolled out of the ring and and then it was just like, you know, just Wardlow and MJF in the ring. So it so it didn't it didn't work. They they did they 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 poorly executed this. If they would have just had Wardlow hit him with the seven power bombs, win by knockout, because he couldn't couldn't, you know, continue. And then the referee just rings the bell. And then MJF comes in and puts his foot on him and has Wardlow or somebody make a three count, and then he could say he was the first person to pin CM Punk and get a bunch of heat. You still have Wardlow undefeated. CM Punk technically has never been pinned. That, my friend, is how you book that match. Yeah, the ending should have been a count out. I know AEW doesn't like doing count out victories and stuff like that, but this was the perfect time to do it. Punk was out. You mean to tell me that the dude can take seven power bombs and a power bomb through a table and still get up? The dude's fucking unbeatable then. You booked him way too strong in this match. I know he got his ass kicked. And he barely won as people were defending it. But ten, like nine power bombs and one through a table? Come on. You just ruined. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I know why they had Punk win, but... It, a count out victory wouldn't have meant anything. So, yeah. Uh, then after the match, MJF and Wardlow had a little tease of splitting. 
Um, but Sean Spears was was kept them uh, kept them down, yeah. kept them calm down. Yeah, like I said, they 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 they, they could have booked that way better. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a uh, let's see here we had some matches that I know you didn't like. Let's see here, we, we had a match between uh, Kashida again, or Shida versus uh, oh, what's her name? Serena Deeb. Yeah, I don't understand why these two are still fighting. Uh, and this wasn't, really wasn't much of a match. Um, no. She attacked her from behind and just destroyed her knee. Um, and then she kept hitting it with a kendo stick. So, hey, Nathan, guess what? This feud's not over yet. It's going to continue yeah, some more. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm okay with having some long feuds, but... This one don't make much sense anymore. Yeah, it's over. Um, one of the big things from this match, Hangman Adam Page was in the ring, uh, talking about how he wanted a new, uh, he wanted a new con- uh, challenger. Um, also, MJF said that CM Punk's gonna battle Sean Spears next week. What a match that's gonna be. Um, Adam Page, uh, and then Dan Lambert comes out. So now he's done with Cody already. You know, they had a one-time match. Now they're done with Cody. So let's move on to the other champion. Um, and then Lance Archer returned. Now, if you remember, Lance Archer was written out storylines because of Dan Lambert. Yeah. Um, he comes in. They think he's going to take on Lambert, but then he takes out Paige, hits him with the blackout. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Lance Archer is going to be the next challenger for Adam Page. That should be good. At least they're not rushing Adam Cole. No, they're not rushing Adam Cole. I don't even know if they even mentioned... Uh, they, his name. I, no, they did say when Adam Cole came out, they did say he was the number one ranked wrestler, but that's it. Yeah. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs and Martin had a match. Uh, the only thing of note here was that Jay Lethal showed up on TV for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we might get a Jay Lethal uh, versus uh, Ricky Starks match. Maybe for the FTW title. That'd be cool. Hopefully. I would like that. Um, and then, uh, we had the debut of one Brody King. This came after Matt Hardy was defeated by Pinta. Uh, Malachi Black came in and they all kind of, a three-on-one beating ensued. Um, and then the arena darkened and then Brody King came out and destroyed everybody. Brody King looked right. massive with these, all these midgets in this company. <laughs> he looked huge compared to the rest of these people, man. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed that he didn't give anybody a gonzo bomb, though. Well, maybe. Maybe he will sometime. Um, the Acclaims beat Bear Country. I don't know why this match was on TV. Only I don't know, but I it liked was... it. And I liked it. You may not have liked it, but I liked it. Uh, it was fine. I mean, it was it was okay. The Acclaimed are my favorite tag team in AEW. And... And uh, I'm glad they got that win, and I'm hoping they uh, – I hope they keep winning because I want to see them get a title shot. No, they're not going to because they're going to do a Sting and Darby Allen. so. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and then we had the main event, Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. This was good until the end. Yeah. Until Sammy Guevara decided I would rather slap my knee than to actually do my finishing move the right way and drop Garcia on his head. Well, I don't know if he dropped it on his head, but it was damn close. Well, he and... 
He didn't even flip him. He's supposed no. to flip him. He just like dropped him straight down on his knee. Yeah, it was not pretty. Uh, uh, but hey, but hey, he slapped that knee. So he slapped yeah. the leg. So, you know, it had the impact. It sounded like it hurt, but it did not look good at all. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I, so we're going to get Sammy, Guevara, and Cody again at some point. At some point. Yeah, and then we're going to get Kingston and Jericho at some point, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that was okay. We have a couple of matches I had no care for in the world. Uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of extracurricular stuff. I, almost every match had something that happened after it, which is getting way too much for me now. Like, it, it's just every match has a, something at the end or, like, something like a weird finish. Because they don't do, you know, they don't do no contests unless it's on time or draw. They don't do count outs. They don't do disqualifications. So they do all their stuff after matches, which is fine. But in every match, it gets a little old. But yeah. Um, real quickly, I can go through MLWS Tekka. Yeah, go through that real quick. Because there wasn't much on there. Okay. Um, we had this took place in a jail, it looks like. Um, they called it an <laughs> underground street fight. Um, this was apparently at Espada Underground Fight Club in Tijuana, Mexico. Okay. Um, the first match was MLW Tag Team title match as 5150 defeated Black Destiny and Scalibur. Uh, this was not a good match. In <laughs> um, <laughs> the national openweight match, Alex Kane defeated Aerosar. Not a good match either, really. And then the main event, Pagano and Savio Vega in a hardcore match with this was slow and yeah. not much happened. Uh, two old men just walked around the ring beating each other up. Yeah. The only highlight for this show was uh, last week, Hammerstone was um, kidnapped. Yeah. El Jefe. And in the back, they showed uh, a couple doors. One of them had Selena written on it, and the other one had Kill Shot written on it. If you know who Killshot is, that is Swerve. Yeah. And so maybe he is a former MLW world champion. Mm -hmm. So he might be going back to MLW, which would be fine with me because I don't want to see him go to a show where he's just going to be another person on the roster. So. Yeah, I think he could have done good things in Impact, but, you know, it is what it is. Not everybody can go to Impact. Not everybody can go to AEW. Yeah. And then they also had uh, NWA Power, um, Kiara Hogan, uh, Genocide, Kenzie Page, and Christy James had a fatal four-way. Uh, winner will get a shot at not the NWA great, World Championship. Not a great match at all. I did not like this match. Uh, Kiara Hogan gets the win. She's getting booked way better at NWA than uh, AEW where she uh, actually is under contract. <laughs> I forgot she was under contract to AEW. Yeah. Um, Anthony Mayweather took on Matthew Mims. Uh, Mayweather I gets like, here. I don't like this new name. Yeah, Matthew Mims. And then Anthony oh. Mayweather. Yeah. What happened Not to Crimson? Crimson anymore. Yeah. Not Crimson anymore. Anthony Mayweather. That is not a pro wrestler's name. Yeah. Um, the Dirty Sexy Boys took on the Rude Dudes. Yeah. I love the names. 
the very sexy boys are JTG and Dango, and then the rude dudes are El Rudo and uh, who you else? Yeah, I don't know, but they suck. Uh, well, the dirty sexy boys got the win. Thank God, because yeah, those other guys—they were not good. Um, and then we had a world television title match as Tyrus defended against uh, Jaden Roller. Yeah. Um, Tyrus won this match very easily. Uh, Judas beat Sion by disqualification, or Sion beat Judas by disqualification. Um, Trevor Murdoch and Tim Storm lost a tag team match, a triple threat tag team match. Uh, it was Trevor Murdoch and Tim Storm versus Matt Cardona and Matt Knox for Strictly Business, and Cardona and Knox got the win. Yeah, what the and, heck? And Matt Cardona said he is not in the bay. He just he's there to help. Said he's there to help. Yeah, he, he's just winning matches, you know, in three different companies right now, you know. Hey, uh, and then let's get to uh, speaking of the other companies. The other company he works for, Impact. This was a good, uh, a pretty good show. Uh, we had history made on this show as well. Yeah, we had we had, there had some good stuff on the show. Uh, some crappy stuff like Moose taking on Ziggy Dice. That was stupid. Uh, he beat him, beat him with one move. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty dumb. Uh, Dealer Brown got attacked right at the beginning of the show, so he wasn't on commentary through the whole show because he got attacked right at the beginning by the uh, ROH guys. Yeah. Uh, Gresham, Jonathan Gresham put his ROH title uh, or did he, he didn't put it on the line just on this show, but no. he is going to put it on the line again against the guy that you just said that you were wondering what he was going to do. He's going to fight Jonathan Gresham for the ROH title, Ryan. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he's going to win that match. Mm. But it's going to be under pure rules because Jonathan Gresham says Anytime the ROH title's on the line, it's under pure rules from now on. Well, his ROH championship. Um, remember, yeah. <laughs> there are still technically two ROH champions. Yeah, true. Uh, uh, Chris Bay and Laredo Kid had a great match. Yes, yes, that was the opening match, and it was yes, it was really good. Uh, Chris Bay got the win there. So, what did you think, Nathan? You got to see Speedball Mike Baylor wrestle on this show. I do not like him. Uh, his his look is, I don't like his look. His, I, I, I guess his gimmick is really fast Steve Blackman. I don't know. I don't know what his gimmick is. He wore, he wore like a, a black <laughs> a gi? belt. Yeah, he was like, yeah. wearing like a gi. Yeah, he looked like, he looked like a little bitty Steve Blackman. His, <laughs> his, his finishing move. Oh, God. Was dangerous as F. It was terrible, too. It, like, it looked it like it like hurt like fuck. It was like a shooting star double knee drop. Yeah, yeah, it was a shooting star double knee. And yeah, I I don't see him doing that every match. But uh, yeah, he got the win over Jake something. Poor Jake something. He needs to find his name because he can't win a match without his name. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, I guess uh, I don't know. Maybe Speedball is going to be going against the X Division champion at some point. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Ace Austin, Ace Austin was on commentary, and he, uh, he, I think he's gonna fight him first, but we'll see how that goes. 
uh, main event though was 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 damn good. As uh, Roxy put her ROH title on the line, and Diana Perrazzo put her uh, Reina Duranas title on the on the line. Yeah. And uh, title versus title, winner take all. And uh, yeah, Diana Perrazzo got the win with a double arm bar. Uh, it's crazy, and so she's got two titles now, Ryan. Yeah. So I, have, I have a feeling her and Mickey James are going to meet again at some point, probably after the Royal Rumble, and she will take that title back and have three titles, is what I think. This was this was really good. Um, Ian Riccoboni and uh, was on this show was was on the commentary for this one. Um, I guess that's his new thing. He's just going to call all the ROH well, matches, which is cool with me. Well, I mean, all like I said, all ROH title matches are going to be on TV. So I guess to have the ROH announcer would make sense. So that means Rigavani is going to be traveling all around the country, going to all these, <laughs> yeah. all these freaking indie shows where these titles are going to be defended. Um, you forgot one of the highlights of the show, Nathan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We saw the uh, debut in our impact, but a return of a, of a big name. Oh, God damn. As Charlie Haas, the 40-something-year-old, made his impact debut as he confronted Josh Alexander. Yeah, um, a little bit of spoilers here. Uh, so, okay, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, skip forward about, I don't know, 20 seconds here. Because... Uh, Charlie Haas apparently Ryan when he has his match against Josh Alexander he gets injured in his ROH or in his impact debut what a shame yeah. <laughs> so, there's that spoilers are done you can come back now yeah <laughs> um, yeah so impact wasn't bad they're, they're doing good things oh also uh, uh, even though he lost to Alexander, he, uh, Jonah got a got the win over somebody. It was uh, Raj, Raj Singh. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but yeah, got him with the tsunami. And Tom Phillips got to announce the tsunami, and he was all happy about it. So there you go, dude. I'm telling you, like a lot of people don't know why don't like Tom Phillips. I thought Tom Phillips is great in WWE, yeah. and he's great now. He he's got the passion, and yeah, like you said, it really would gentlemize Impact to have him there. I think. He's got yeah. a he's got he's a professional voice. Yeah. He's got like that sportscaster voice, which I don't know why Vince didn't like. Like that's what he wants. I'm like. Um, but yeah. I don't know why he got rid of Tom Phillips. It makes zero sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go into NXT UK, Ron. Anything good happen? Damn, I forgot about that show. <laughs> um, let me see here. Let me pull up those real quick. There's too much, dude. So much wrestling. It's getting crazy. Uh, do we should a uh, little side note? Should we start covering because a lot of these um, released wrestlers might start showing up there? Should we start covering um, NWA? Uh, US. again? Oh, you New Japan? Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, we probably should. Um, we also have NWA USA that airs on Saturdays. So, yeah, we'll cover both of those next week. 
Okay, uh, NXT is doing a number one contenders tournament on UK. And in this first round, we had Dave Massive versus your favorite wrestler, Jack Stars. Aren't they teammates? Oh, no, it's a title. Okay, sorry, I read that wrong. It's a tag team tag team tournament. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I thought they were partners. No, uh, it's a tag team tournament. Dave Massive and Jake Stars defeated Teal Man and Rohan Rajak. Why? No, I don't book the God show. <laughs> Why would you have Jack Stars get a win? Motherfucker. Keep going. Um, Amale or ML? Is it a? It's a Mel, right? Uh, anyway, Amel defeated Stevie Turner, and in Walter's last stand, uh, this is his final match before he moves. And they they said this. This was. Um, announce on this show, um, Walter and his final match before he makes before he makes the official move to the United States. Um, so Walter will be officially either on NXT full time or moving to the main roster for this foreseeable future. Um, Walter defeated Nathan Frazier in a very good match. Uh, this was. I watched this match. I forgot the show happened. I, I watched it and then forget about it. And then, um, yeah, Walter beat uh, David Frazier. Um, so, end of an era um, in NXT UK with no more Walter around. And like I said, Walter will be making his permanent residence in the United States from here on out. Um, so, I don't know if he's going to stay in NXT or if he's going to go up to the. Uh, Main roster, but uh, Walter's no more on NXT UK. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping he goes to main roster. He doesn't really fit in with NXT's uh, 2.0. You, know? you think he'll be in the Rumble and win? I don't know if he'll win, but I think he'll be in it. I would love to see uh, him Pete win Dunn, Have Walter just, have Walter squash uh, Seth Rollins? Right. I honestly think the other day when we said that we saw uh, that Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa had a dark match on SmackDown and with Walter losing there, I I honestly think all three of them are coming to main roster because they don't fit in with 2.0. Yeah, uh, Pete Dunne and uh, Tommaso Ciampa wrestled on main event the other day. So There you go. See, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I, think yeah, it's, I think it's going to it, happen. You know, in UK, no more Walter. I mean, everything's changing over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, next week, uh, Noam Dar will defend the, the Heritage Cup against a kid. Just that kid. You know, that, that, that kid. Again, yeah. give somebody else a shot. Why a kid? God damn it. Um, and a funny, I want to end this podcast on a funny note. All right. Uh, and then we're going to end this thing. According to Dave Meltzer, now it is Dave. He could have just been given some false information. You never know. <laughs> but according to Dave Meltzer, WWE is going to rebrand the Elimination Chamber. Take a guess. Before I give this, do you know this story? Did you hear the story? No, I have not. Okay, so take a guess what you think they're going to change the name Elimination Chamber to. The... I don't know. The WrestleMania Chamber. Oh, my God. But now... I think it's going to be a one-off because they're going to Saudi Arabia in February and people are thinking it's going to be an Elimination Chamber match. 
So it might just be a Saudi Arabia show where they just call it WrestleMania Chamber. Let's hope so. Man, WrestleMania, I mean, WrestleMania Chamber, I, WrestleMania I, Backlash. Well, think about it, though. It makes sense because... The winner goes to Mania. Yeah. Yeah. I see, so I, I know we're going to end this thing. I don't like that because you just do the Rumble match with the winner going to Mania. And then they've done this for the last, like, years. And then you have an Omission Chamber match immediately after for the other title to go to Mania. Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't like it. It's like, you get to, like, they say, oh, the Royal Rumble is your only chance to main event WrestleMania, but then you get a chance if you're on the brand the next month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty dumb. Um, but yeah, this was a really fun episode. Uh, I like this. Um, I think that's, I think we hit everything. Uh, we'll, so next week, we'll start covering strong again. Uh, we'll talk NWA USA. Um, we're going to cover it all. Um, we gotta cover. We gotta cover some more. Uh, some more. Uh, DPW. Yeah. Um, their pay per views coming. As soon as their pay per view is out, I will cover their pay per view. Um, okay. It's gonna be up soon, and then I'll I'll cover it. So, um, their shows. I they have been doing shows. I have for, I, you know I've watched them all. I just haven't. We haven't talked about it, but I will. We will be covering their pay per view uh, whenever okay. it comes out. Um, yeah, if, if you missed any of the other episodes we put out, the scores or save points, uh, those are pretty good ones. On save points, we talked about Nintendo, if Nintendo Switch could uh, pass up the PS2 in total sales. Um, also, gave our thoughts on the new P- PlayStation Game Pass uh, thing. So go ahead and check that out. Very fun one. And on Stoop scores, we talked all the NFL. We gave our NFL uh, playoff predictions. Big week in the NFL this weekend. It's a wild card weekend. If you're a sports fan, root on the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going to do it. As always, we appreciate you listening. Um, if you want to follow us on any of the social media, it's Sabri, E-N-T, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all that stuff. Um, hit the follow, like button if you like this, and use the hashtag SSSPod if you listen to this and let me know that you're listening and that you liked it. Thank you as always. He is Nathan. I am Ryan. And we're reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.